Hey everybody, today is Wednesday, May 30th, and I'm Josh Boykin, the founder of Intelligame.us. You're listening to another edition of Intelligame Radio. Hey folks, welcome to Wednesday. I hope the day treats you well. You've probably noticed that Intelligame Radio has been experimenting a little bit with format. Trying to make sure that we're presenting enough enjoyable, important content, but not so much that it becomes overwhelming when you get it three times a week. So in the name of that, we're going to switch the format up just a little bit. Instead of having two main topics, we're going to have one main topic per episode, and then a 90-second lightning round. And that lightning round can cover practically anything. So I hope you enjoy that format. Would love any feedback that you have. You can go ahead and send an email to podcast at intelligame.us, or you can drop a line to any of the social media channels at Let's Intelligame. Let's go ahead and get started. Summer is upon us, and with summer comes convention season. There are a number of game conventions that take place and, and have happened already over the course of, uh, of this year, but especially thinking about E3 that's coming up in a couple of weeks, the Electronic Entertainment Expo that takes place in LA. This is a pretty big time for particularly AAA developers to be showing off the things that they want people to be excited for going into the holiday season and a little bit earlier in Q3 as well. There can be, I fear, this feel of missing out, this fear of missing out that if you are not right at the event, if you're not standing in the lines, that you're uh, somehow left out. And though E3 has now started selling tickets to the public. There are more open shows uh, available to, for public access like Indiecade and uh, the various PAX events. It can cost a lot of money and a lot of time to be able to go to those things. Since Intelligame is really about creating community, I wanted to talk a little bit about some ways that you can maybe give yourself a bit of the convention experience from the comfort of your own home with the people that you care about if you're not able to make it out to the show yourself. A friend of mine back in college was one of the first people I knew who would host Oscars watching parties. She was always really big into movies, and I will admit, I maybe gave a little grief for that, not really understanding the hype. But she was really into movies and wanted to be around other people who were really into movies, So it made sense for her to have a gathering to put everybody together and watch something that made movies more important. So I think a great idea is to do the same thing with games. If you've got a particular convention that you're excited for, if you have a presser, a press event that's going to be hosted by a company that you're really enthused about, more and more of those companies are putting their pressers online. So you can get some friends together and load up a playlist of press events and hang out and watch them with your friends. 
everybody be able to comment and get excited together. Really what makes attending the events feel more energetic is that you're spending that time around other people who are also excited to see the new Smash Brothers or the secret project that was unveiled at the Microsoft press release. So maybe make a little bit of that magic for yourself. And also keep in mind that you can take place in some of that hype online too. If one of your favorite streamers is going to be co-streaming Oppressor, then you can jump into the stream and watch it with other people there. There are a number of ways to create that community and that sense of enjoyment and engagement without having to be right there. Secondly, I'm a big fan of lists. So if there's a game coming out that you're excited about, I would recommend that you keep an actual list of those titles along with their projected release timelines. Now, of course, this is convention season. You're going to see a lot of releases that just end with coming soon. You're going to see other ones that say Q4 2019. But regardless, make that list so that if your favorite game is getting drowned out in the the wake of everybody losing their minds over the new Final Fantasy VII trailer, you can still keep a hold and get more knowledge about the things that you're really excited about. Also, if something makes you really hype, let folks know on social media. Like reach out to those developers and tag them in a tweet or something like that. It gets them excited to know that you're excited for one, but it also can help your friends know about the things that you thought were really cool and that they might not have heard about on their own. Third, and this is something that I think is growing increasingly easier, though it might not be totally doable for everyone, understand that there are tons of conventions out there that are not E3 that you could still go to and get really excited about. All over the country, at least here in the US, there are more and more small-scale game conventions that are popping up in even small and mid-sized cities. Places where people are getting together and hosting game tournaments, showing off local game devs. And those can be really exciting places not only to meet other fellow gamers, but also to maybe start doing some of the networking if you want to get involved in the industry yourself. One of the great things about conventions as a whole is that they're a really good opportunity to meet other people in the game industry. And if you have an interest in being part of the industry, whether that's as a developer or somebody working in marketing or writing or any of the tons of different ways that people work in games, being in those spaces where people enjoy games together is a big benefit. So if you can't make it to E3, if you can't make it to EA Play, then look for a smaller show that might be closer to you, where you can connect with people who are around and in your community. Lastly, I would recommend remembering two things. One, that not everything might be for you. And in the wake of that, stay positive. I found that over the number of shows that I've gone to, I have found things that I'm really excited about that other people aren't necessarily so hype about. And I can tend to get washed up in the excitement that other people feel about games that I don't necessarily care about as much. But just because a game is not interesting to me does not make it inherently bad. 
And there are tons of folks who are out there working on these projects day in, day out, putting their hearts and souls into them um, that may end up getting taken through the meme ringer. I would say that one of the best ways to engender more positive community is to be positive yourself. So remember that there may be folks out there who really enjoy some of the things that you're not as keen on. You can maybe do some research to look into those things, but even if you don't, stay positive. There are tons of great games and great people out there for us to get excited about, and we can pay our attention there to help them understand that these are the things that we want them to do. My hope is that we'll come out of E3 and what will inevitably be some frustrations and gaffes, but I, I hope that we'll come out of E3 and yet another convention season looking at some of the best games we've ever seen and some of the most exciting future projects that we have ahead of us and stronger communities that we create as we gather around these things that we want to get excited about. So get ready for E3, keep the hype up, and of course, let us know here at Intelligame if there's stuff that you're interested in uh, that we should take a look into. Always interested in hearing more about what our community is uh, interested in. So have a good one. Have a good show. That's what I meant. Have a good show. That's it. Hey folks, we here at the Intelligame office try to do good work at curating and making sure that we're paying attention to good games and good stories in the gaming space. But if there's something that you want to hear about, I would love to know. If you drop me an email at josh at .us, or you can tag up social media at Let's Intelligame on Facebook or Twitter, I'd love to hear what games you're interested in, what you've been playing that's been giving you thoughts, and what topics you otherwise would like to hear about here on IG Radio or see in other places in the Intelligame space. So again, if you want to drop me an email, josh at intelligame.us, and put in the subject line, suggestion, then uh, I would love to hear what you have to say. Thanks a lot. Hey folks, welcome to the first IG lightning round. As I said at the beginning of the episode, the lightning round can be a discussion about absolutely anything. So our first lightning round is actually going to be a discussion about something that has very little to do with games. Let's go ahead and kick off. In today's hyper-connected world, it feels like there's breaking news every five seconds, replacing the breaking news from before it. Today I want to pay attention to a particular piece of news that may have gotten drowned out yesterday. And that's the Harvard study that estimates the death count as a result of Hurricane Maria and its aftermath in Puerto Rico at over 4,600 people. 4,600 lives lost is significant in its own right, but it becomes even more significant when compared to the official recorded death count of 67. Calls for government accountability are 100% merited and necessary. With a new hurricane season on the way, this is something that we can't have happen. And perhaps we would have allocated more resources or had more people paying more attention if we'd known the extent of the damage. 
But we also can't forget that there are lives behind these headlines and that for each of those lives lost, there are lives that are still out there that are trying to rebuild and find their way. Yes, there are ways that we have to take part as a community to be able to help each other. But we also have to acknowledge that there are some problems that are bigger than a Twitch stream or a fundraiser will be able to handle. And this is where these calls for government accountability are necessary. We need to be able to put all the pieces together to try and help those who will need assistance as we live in a world that seems to suffer from increasing turmoil and a climate that is in flux. I hope that we will be able to learn and figure out how to continue to keep our eyes and attention on the spaces that need it because there are going to be tons of things to pay attention to and we want to make sure that we don't leave people out in the process. This has been an Intelligame Lightning Round. All right, folks, that does it for another edition of Intelligame Radio. I've been your host, Josh Boykin. You can find me at Twitter or Facebook at Wallstormer. You can find more IG content at Intelligame.us or on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Let's Intelligame. We won't be streaming this week, but we'll have another stream coming for you next week. And you'll also get a new episode of the IGPC, the Intelligame podcast, coming to you on Friday. So until then, keep IntelliGaming. Have a great day.